From points across California, you're listening to the Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged. This is the Diz Unplugged Disneyland edition, episode 265, for the week of March 13, 2014. The Disney Park Disneyland Edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, helping you plan the perfect Disney vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello everyone, welcome to the show. I'm your host Tom Bell, and I'm joined by Disney artist Jeff Granito. Jeff, welcome to the Disney Unplugged. Thank you very much, nice to be here. So, how would you describe, in a sentence or two, your work? Um... I really think that my work is characterized by the fact that at heart I'm a graphic designer and okay. transitioned into fine art uh-huh. to some extent. You know, when I'm hit, when I'm doing the fine art, I really basically am a graphic designer at heart. Okay. So you know, as I was getting ready for this interview, I, I knew your name. Yeah. And I knew your art, but I hadn't put the two together. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> to, uh, let's talk about some of the some of the major stuff stuff that you've done recently uh, that people would know, which is the the castles, the castle pieces. Yeah, that was my first four. A actually the the train pieces uh, before that okay. a collection at the gallery that was my first foray into the Disney fine art, uh, mm-hmm. the world of fine art, um, and that piece is really graphic and the castles, you know, are pretty graphic as well. Right. And that's, that's kind of where I'm coming from. I've for uh, nearly 20 years, I've been doing art for Disney and mm-hmm. my name has not been attached. So a lot of my work has been out there and, and seen by a lot of people, but not attached to my name unless you're working right. in a company, I guess. So basically, basically all the little, the, the coffee mugs and the, trivets and everything with those those castles on it that was you that was me yeah and that's okay. what I, okay. i've been doing for a long time applying art to product and well, what was the name product. of that what was the name of that crowning achievements crowning achievements that that yeah. line uh-huh. of, yeah um how did, how did you get started in art have you always been an artist you said you're a graphic artist though right yeah uh you know when you i think a lot of people who become artists you know you're drawing your whole life you the first thing you do is you put a pen to paper and you start drawing pictures and you realize that you like doing it more than other kids. So mm-hmm. yeah, I've been always doing it. And, uh, I, I think I fought against becoming a quote unquote artist for a long time. And right. so, um, it's kind of in you, you know, mm-hmm. go to school for it or just, well, first I went to get a bachelor's. I got a bachelor's in history and then I mm-hmm. went back goal for art. So I eventually did get it. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I know, which actually does serve me pretty well. Um, Okay, cool. uh, And then I did get a Bachelor of Fine Arts as well in graphic design and packaging. And and where'd you go from there? Well, out of school, I I went to work. I wanted to work in New York. It was just like a thing I had to do. I got that out of my system. I did uh, corporate identity. And which is really what I thought I wanted to do. And I got out of my system. I didn't, I didn't, I got married in art school. So I think my dreams of being a, a bachelor and working in New York city seemed very glamorous until it actually right. came time. And I was married and ready to have a family. So we moved back to California and in California, the work was different. And so I basically started doing the work that was, 
readily available to me rather than corporate identity, which was studio work. And so okay. um, that brought me to Disney. Tell us how, talk, talk about how that came about. Uh, I had been doing some work for the Disney stores and for the ESPN stores launch. So I had been doing that. And the funny thing is, is I actually trick or treating ran into, um, the woman who was in charge of merchandise at Disneyland. (laughs) And that's where it started to be honest. Yeah. 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 So serendipity, it, it brought me there and, um, I've been there ever since. Nice. What was some of your first work? You said you were doing lots of graphic design? Yeah, so my first uh, job at Disneyland was they were redesigning the bags. Um, So it was a huge, huge opportunity for me, and I knew it at the time, so it was very stressful. So that was my first job, (laughs) and the irony of it all is the bags themselves um, were produced and in the park for, I think, half a day because of an issue with production. So I did design bags. They were in the park and out of the park quicker than I could even. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> but it was great. I mean, I actually got to, got to do it and it was fantastic. Right. Right. So, and then from there, um, I just ended up doing merchandise art for, uh, primarily Disneyland. Okay. And every once in a while, um, the other parks, in Florida, but I'd say the majority of my work ends up here on the West Coast. Okay. But it was just normal stuff. It wasn't the fine art pieces you'd find a gallery or, or Wonderground or things like that. It was just trash pieces. Correct. Yeah. Uh, you know, after um, the bag, quickly or probably simultaneously design-wise was the um, DL55 program. That's when um, okay. they started. That was... I was the one to do those for the first several years. So that was my first. Um, Remind me what those are. Well, it's a clothing program. It was in okay. the shop that um, it was called the clothiers at the time. So it was a, a fashion program. I would think okay. that they call that. And it was, um, you know, artwork for t-shirts and all clothing items, soft lines items. Gotcha. And so that progressed into, um, you know, other programs where there's, you know, everything from figurines to, like you're saying, Chotsky's, which, you know, keychains, T-shirts, the whole gamut of things that you'd walk into a store and you'd see the big display. Awesome. So how'd the, how'd the railroad thing come about? So the railroad thing came about is I was, I had done um, maybe 10 years earlier a program for the railroads um, with the product developer and it was like I'm saying, you know, like I'm saying, a, a merchandise program for trains. And mm-hmm. ten years later, that same product developer was looking for a fine art program to celebrate the trains for the gallery. And right. um, she came back to me and remembered what I had done for trains and said, "Hey, what do you want to give it a try at uh, doing it so as a fine art?" Yeah. Well, you know, honestly, the funny thing is, is it was kind of twisting my arm because. Okay. Um, I'm not generally somebody who wanted to put my art out there. You know, I, like I said, right. I fought against art my whole life as a kid, and um, I was very happy just kind of doing what I like to do and then not having to um, own up to it, in a sense, and, <laughs> and talk about it. 
I didn't really feel like I had um, uh, like the fine art sense and that I wanted to say a lot. You know, I didn't have something meaningful to say necessarily. And so I thought I needed to be a tortured soul in order to be an artist and didn't feel like I fit the bill. Right. So, um, yeah, so I did it and it was actually, um, it was successful. I really enjoyed it. I, it was, um, liberating for me to, to kind of be able to do with it what I wanted versus, um, do what a client asked. And so, um, from then on, I sought out the opportunities rather than kind of hid from them. Uh Awesome. So then soon, soon after that was the castles, the, the crowning achievements, right? Yes, which was, um, I actually initiated that. So like okay, I said, cool. I thought him after. So that was like a first for me. And um, the castles, I really had a great time. I thought, you know, what would I want to do with the castles? And for the first time, I really I really got to uh, do what I thought the castles should look like. Uh-huh. So so it was, really, it was really fun and liberating for me. But then again, you're back on all the merchandise, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, and then the product, the product was, you know, that to me is like, that's my, where that I... That was your I, thing, right? Yeah, that's my thing, you know. Um, for that, for the mug, I actually got to um, do the turns and design the mug. I mean, that to me is what I had been doing. And right. um, so, that, you know, that, designing that all the patterns. all over the place. Wasn't that like scarves and... <laughs> yeah, it was a lot of products that yeah. I had done for that. And I think that I have some boxers was, somewhere that... Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> I didn't know what I needed the boxers. I'm not. I did a lot of stuff. <laughs> well, I don't totally remember, but it was nice. it was on a lot of items. Yeah, it was. So, there's some of it still out there, I think, in the in the gallery. But so right now you are over at the Wonderground Gallery as the artist in residence for March. You've been there a couple weekends already. What's what does the artist in residence do exactly? I mean. I, yeah. I was kind of curious. Well, I think the primary the primary goal of being the artist in residence is to, uh-huh. and from my perspective and from having doing it, is to really connect with the guests. Right. And you know, I'm there. I'm doing what what we're calling a performance piece, where I've brought in a canvas okay. and I'm painting in front of people and in front of the window. And it gives people the opportunity to see how the art that's being that's on display is being produced. Mm-hmm. And more than that, I think it gives people an opportunity to ask questions. And a lot of the questions have to do with what I'm doing. But I think there's also general interest in what is Wonderground, right. what is it all about, and it gives them an opportunity to hear it from an artist rather than the people who work in the gallery. So right. it's just a different perspective. Yeah. You have fun with it? Yeah. I mean, beyond the initial uh, shock of, of being on display. Is this the will, first time you've done it? I did it last year okay. for the first time, and that was frightening. And <laughs> this year, I'm much more relaxed and able to enjoy it. So, yeah, I'm having a great time with it. Meeting a guest is great. It's, mm-hmm. uh, you know, throughout my time with Disney, I've done different events where I've signed other merchandise and pins and um, I've spent a lot of time with the guests, but this, there's not really a line. There's depending on the time, there's a lot of people, but you really get 
to spend as much one-on-one time as you'd like. Right. And right. so it's it's nice. And I learn a lot just about what the guests are interested in, you know. Uh-huh. It's really beneficial to, I think, everybody. So, yeah, I really do enjoy it. I mean, you know you know what pieces sell and what, what stuff sells, but to hear it directly from the guests rather than see a spreadsheet or something on it, it's kind of interesting. Well, that's it is funny because my background is about selling. I mean, to be mm-hmm. honest, with graphic design, you know, right. success is something that has great sales and, you know, longevity. And to some extent, the fine art, you know, when you're producing a one-of-a-kind piece, it doesn't have to sell to 500 people or 5,000 people. It just has to sell to one person. So you right. get an opportunity to appeal um, on a one-on-one with somebody about something in their life that they feel attached to, you know, a character, a style. So I get to kind of not be so sales oriented, which is nice. Uh-huh. I really, yeah. that's, I think is the, the best part and the, the biggest difference to what I'm used to doing, you know, and I get to do characters that don't, you know, you're not doing just because they sell thousands of items. You're doing it because, there's something about it that appeals to me and there's something that about it that'll appeal to one or two other people. It's fantastic. Great. Nice. So you're in the gallery the rest of March. Is it, It's Friday, Friday and Saturday evenings? Friday and Saturday evenings from five to nine. I'm there um, cool. working. And, uh, and then on uh, the 22nd of March, which is Saturday, uh, oh. the days that I'll be in the evening, I'm actually going to be there in the morning. Okay, cool. For a regular um, release of some new merchandise and some new Ooh. art for the Wonderground Gallery. Out? So I have three pieces. So the first time I've done three pieces that are actually interconnected. So there's three um, Haunted Mansion pieces um, with three different takes on the Haunted Mansion. Uh, it's from the stretching portraits to mm-hmm. the ghost in the graveyard scene and the attic bride. So it's pretty exciting for me um, right. getting to do the attractions, which is really, you know, where I have a real heart is the attractions. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and those are going to be just um, limited release pieces or are there more are there prints or anything like that that people can pick up or? There'll be three one of a kind. Um, okay. Pretty large, pretty large size hand embellished um, G clays. There will be uh, standard G clays and deluxe prints, as well as some uh, merchandise with the art on it. Awesome, and you'll be signing all of that, right? Yes, absolutely. I'll be signing that and everything else that somebody wants to sign. (laughs) Yeah, several other pieces still in there. From what other pieces do you have in the gallery right now? Uh, probably most notably people would recognize the most is the, the aerial piece. That's one of the banners up front. Okay. It's, uh, it's Ariel and her hair. Nice. And, you know, those are totally different style from the crowning achievements or the, or the railroad, right? Yes, absolutely. Well, <laughs> part of the change is, you know, when doing stuff for the gallery was yeah. more traditional and yeah. then, Part of the nice thing about doing the Wonderground is being able to be a little bit more expressive and right. 
playful and um, just kind of break out of t- traditional Disney mold. So, right. yeah, I've been able to do some stuff that's probably more um, coming from my heart rather than um, a different place, I should say. I mean, mm-hmm. if you looked at what I personally like, it's not necessarily right. um, what I do every day and day in, day out. I mean, generally, and that's to say generally the stuff that I like isn't what sells. So, <laughs> so there <laughs> were, you go. <laughs> were, you, were you a Disney fan before you started working for Disney? I was a complete mm-hmm. Disneyland fan. Nice. You know, I wouldn't say I was a Disney fan. I never thought of myself as a oh, Disney yeah, fan. That's, but, that, no, I totally get that, yeah. Um, because cartoons really weren't my thing, but I could tell you every poster that was done for Disneyland, all the all the bags, all the prints, you know, the structures, the architecture, that's what really draws me in about Disney. It's all the details and the... Yeah. the yeah. There's so much to it, but the funny thing is, is I... Mickey Mouse, I, I never really thought much about Mickey Mouse before. Mm-hmm. So, but the, What's your favorite but attraction? I can tell you every, my favorite attraction is the Matterhorn. No, really? no thoughts involved. Absolutely the Matterhorn. Okay. The, 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 the ride itself or just the design? Um, or the whole? Just everything about it. I love mm-hmm. this. You know, the structure of the Matterhorn. I love the. I think a lot of it has to do with, you know, I grew up in the 70s. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I was going to Disneyland before Space Mountain, I thought the Matterhorn was the end all of the right. thrill rides when I was right. growing up. And I was a, a super um, thrill seeker. So it took me a long time to get past looking at it and looking at the, you know, the cues and the signs to get actually on the attraction. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I think there's probably some deep-rooted fears involved with why mm-hmm. I like it so much. I overcame something. But mm-hmm. um, as I got older, I think it has to do with, you know, it's the only one. I think that holds a lot of appeal to mm-hmm. me. Yeah. Um, it's something that I hold on to as the original from my, you know, from my childhood. There's not another mm-hmm. one. Um I love the poster. I love the the graphics that surround it. Again, see, it gets back to the graphics. I I right. like the um, the little crest that they have around. Um, yeah, and the monster is just a plus. <laughs> Are we going to see some Matterhorn art? I actually did a Matterhorn piece of art for the gallery. Uh, okay, and so that was. I think if, if you look at the stylistically of the transition between what I'm doing now and what I had done for the gallery, uh-huh. and it was a transitional time between work, doing art for the gallery versus Wonderground. So it, it was kind of in there. Um, it was just a single image, uh, not heavily promoted, but yeah. So I got to do that. I got out of you my system a little bit. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> what, what's coming up next after, the, after this Haunted Mansion stuff that you can talk about? Coming up, I, I'm working on a lot of projects for the parks, and uh, I think the most visible that I think does have some um, recognition as to that I'm doing it is the beauty line, that okay, uh, cool. the makeup line. Right. And so I'll continue to work on that. There's some new releases coming up, and uh, 
So that's probably next in the queue, although there's several other things I'm working on. As far as Excellent. the Wonderground, um, that remains to be seen. I'm not sure. I'm still getting past the, the um, artist residence and the Haunted Mansion, mm-hmm. and then we'll see, we'll see where we go from there. Excellent. Jeff, I appreciate you talking with us. So everybody can check out Jeff Granito at the Wonderground Gallery, the Fridays and Saturdays this weekend. What do you have, three more weekends? Yeah. Through the 29th? Yep. Awesome. And then, of course, Saturday um, around lunchtime, uh, Saturday the 22nd around lunchtime, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m., with his new Haunted Mansion artwork. Jeff, thanks so much for joining us on the Diz Unplugged. Thank you. I appreciate it. Nice to meeting you and talking with you. That is going to do it for this segment of the Design Plug. Be sure to catch all of our other Disneyland shows this week. And, of course, we'll be back again with you next week. Until then, remember, Disneyland is always more magical when it's shared. Thanks for listening.